podcast is brought to you by Sugaton. Sugaton Effect Podcast, a podcast dedicated to e-commerce growth. On the show, we interview business owners, media buyers, CRO specialists, and growth experts to help scale your business to seven and eight figures. The podcast is brought to you by Sugaton, performance experts in the e-commerce industry. Let's increase your ROI. Hello, dear listeners. So today's podcast is going to be a bit about me, about my life, and uh, about the upcoming podcasts. You really enjoyed the previous podcast that I did solo, so I decided to do it again and just kind of clear up my mind to understand, you know, where I'm going to and what have I done in the previous kind of months. And yeah, to give you some insights, you know, into my brain as well. Maybe you'll find something useful or maybe not. I don't know. Uh, Let's figure it out. So we just finished Black Friday, you know, and like it's the end of December. It's the 18th of December that I'm recording this podcast at. And uh, I'm going to be going to a hippie kind of community (laughs) in a few hours just to be enjoying myself, you know, giving some time for myself to rethink the entire 2021 because there are some projects that I want to get involved into that are outside of the current things that I do and I need to really evaluate whether I can have enough time to do that. And that's mostly about um, my newsletter subscription because I want to be sharing a lot more, you know, than I'm currently sharing because lately it's been only Black Friday and creating offers and changing the offers and all of the mess that comes, you know, growing the businesses really quickly. So yeah, I I just need some time for myself. So you'll catch me right when I'm on holidays in the beach, just probably hanging around with a bunch of hippies, dancing around the fire and going out of my mind, you know, because I need to do that to relax from myself to understand myself maybe better as well even though I'm I believe I understand myself real well but you never know you know like uh your listeners of of mine you might be identifying something that I'm not identifying observing something that I'm not observing and because you have this unique spot you know like be listening to me in your through your headphones so I'm really appreciating that moment between you and I anyway so just a few things. So Black Friday series is something that I'm working on. Because we m- made some mistakes, some fatal mistakes, not fatal mistakes, but something that cost us probably around $2 million in revenue in the past two months, which was Black Friday. It wasn't planned well enough. It was, the offers were not good enough. And they were not tested well enough. The website was not tested well enough. There were lots of last-minute changes, and it's not fully my responsibility because founders wanted to to have some kind of offers, you know, that were outside of the things that I wanted will work. But it was my responsibility to convince them otherwise and be running these offers that I told them to run. In any case, so I'm planning this series of five, maybe up to seven podcast episodes with all of the entrepreneurs that I know, all of the marketers that I know who have done at least 5 million, maybe 10 million in November alone. Because I believe that these are the the type of people I need to be learning from because that's where I have been not fully involved. Although with one client of ours, I was partly involved. We did 10 million in November, but I still want to 
be improving and to make sure that we do 10 million for each one of our clients in, in the month of November. So I have already spoken to two entrepreneurs and they showed an amazing and actually not entrepreneurs, marketers, I would say. They showed amazing strategies, you know, that they used or simply simple strategies that we kind of somehow forgotten, you know, but they had very unique approaches to it. And I am still going to talk to another five to make sure that we are not forgetting anything for the next Black Friday. I know that we're going to be preparing for it for at least six months now. I'm thinking of even hiring an entire new creative team for Black Friday alone because it's such an important month of the year that you need to have like a, a lot more people working on it because the way it works with the agency for us, you know, is we focus a lot on the top of the funnel creatives and we make sure that we are constantly scaling there. But what we are not that good at is management probably because we focus so much on the top of the funnel. We don't have enough time sometimes to create all of the product launch campaigns and I like product launch formula that we have is working. You know, the problem is that whenever we have to focus on the product launch, our team from the top funnel has to switch their focus. That means that we are kind of, it's a kind of, uh, there is this term in economy and I forgot, but how it's called uh, exactly. But there is this mental model, I would say, or microeconomic uh, law that if you focus on something, you cannot focus on something else. And this is the problem that we have is that we focus on top of the funnel. So that means that we forget Black Friday, Cyber Monday, let's say creatives, or we cannot produce as many and vice versa. If we, for example, focus on Black Friday, Cyber Monday creatives, we cannot be producing top of the funnel assets, which is a bad situation to be in. So we're actively solving it. It's not like a massive, massive issue, you know, but it's just like we need enough headspace, you know, to do that. And this is what's something that my head will be working on when I'm gone to understand, you know, how to prioritize, deprioritize things and how you can move into this workflow. Because you see, the, the problem is that you can scale the business to 25, 30 mil with pretty much the same team that you start working with. You don't need many people, I would say. But something happens after 25 million because you need you keep adding, you know, these team members and you have to optimize things. Something breaks, you know, like you have to learn a completely new skill, which is management in my case. And that takes time, you know, it's not like a, an easy process. So I'm working on the processes and systems like for three, four months and I'm nowhere near getting close to it. So I'm actually considering, you know, to replace myself as a manager, but rather just be doing what I'm good at, which is growth. And I have a few core skill sets that are good down there, which is probably copy funnels and creatives, not so much, but like uh, from the copy side, yes. And media buying, although I'm not the best at it too. That's why I'm hiring now engineers uh, to buy our media because they are the best at it. In any case, you need to hire you know, management people and it takes time to find the right fit because um, if you're listening to this podcast, you will have known the issue that we ran into with one of our clients who hired like a super experienced person to be managing his team and so on. What happened is that he was paying like a lot of money to them. Like I'm talking about 20,000 per month and so on. The problem happened that they are really good at managing, but they are not good at producing, which means that by neglecting, you know, the growth of the company and only focusing on managing, optimizing and kind of stabilizing the business, 
they forgot that one area which was well for me at least it's the most important is to be scaling the top of the funnel and acquiring new customers so they forgot that and as a result they're out of uh, their jobs actually they uh, the client of ours almost fired the whole team left the core people down there and they are amazing and they are probably listening to this podcast so hey guys in any case, so this is what happened with them. And this is the, exactly the transition that we are going through. And what it serves for us, you know, to see how they were hiring badly, you know, how they were making these decisions that were bad to the business. We are, I saw on the other hand, how another client of ours have made uh, the best hire, you know, like they hire people who have been through this process that we have we are going through and they have been on the other end. So they have been, like uh, they've gone from 25 mil to 50 mil, you know, and above. Exactly working with companies that grew their companies with social media mostly. So that gave them a massive advantage. And that's why this particular client had the most, the easiest transition, I would say, out of us all because he hired people who were experienced in that path. But they reached 25 million last year. And it seemed that during that period like they had to be stabilizing their business for six months or so until they were able to grow again and that's what i expect you know to be doing with another two clients of mine we were stabilizing the business for a bit like for four months already and we are kind of getting into the growth mode again so i really believe that we're gonna get to 50 million with another two clients of mine with another one to 100 million next year so that's about it you know black friday Another thing that I have on my list is that um, during this whole crazy period, actually just after Black Friday, I had my five MO DMT trip. I don't know whether I should be talking a lot about it. Those who have done it, hello to you guys. <laughs> Let's talk. But for those who haven't done it or don't know about it, it's the strongest, strongest psychedelic there is. And after it, you're not the same. I've taken it maybe a month ago or so. I'm still having really weird dreams. I'm still having dreams in which I'm sensing a communication with me. I'm getting lots of answers. So what happens is that during the night, I would wake up and I would start writing the things and I would start finding solutions to the problems that have existed in the company or I would find holes and I would, I would kind of glue them up. And that's all while I'm sleeping. And then I would wake up at 4 a.m. and I would be so energized to work that I would work, you know, up until whatever, you know, oh, until I'm done, you know, and I don't have any more ideas. And then in the evening, suddenly the idea starts coming to me. So that's a really weird one. And yeah, it's kind of changed once again my life, you know. Uh, it hasn't changed it as much as the first psychedelic trip that I had, which was Ayahuasca in Brazil, 2000. 18 or 19 in the very beginning i believe maybe february in belo horizonte that's where it changed my life completely this time it changes my life but it changes my life with balance i would say like i don't see such so much black and white i start to see the our differences like people and i start to appreciate these differences so that's why I don't know, like we are adjusting with Chris, me and I, you know, we are adjusting to this relationship because we are both super individual players, you know, and we need some space for each one of us. So 
actually right now she's um, in LA visiting uh, Paris Hilton that we are working with uh, on, with one of the clients, uh, which is actually awesome when you think that um, she is coming out from such an interesting background and now she's getting into the top and I'm super happy for her. In any case, actually, she'll be joining me in the hippie paradise. So, yeah, that's one cool thing. <laughs> um, and in the past three months, you know, in business-wise, because of that transition, I believe we were making decisions too quickly without thinking about them thoroughly. And all of the businesses that I worked with, all of the founders that I worked with, lots of marketers that I worked with, they are experiencing lots of transition in their life, you know, and not life, but business life, I would say. I don't know them too well, you know, to understand their personal lives to such a degree that I understand their business lives, but they were making lots of bad decisions. What the biggest mistake is that they don't understand that there is an opportunity cost for everything they want to do. If they decide to do one thing, let's say it's a product launch and they want to launch a particular product that they think that will be benefiting their customers, they will take that opportunity. But that means that once again, that's the thing that I wanted to tell you, opportunity cost. That they don't remember, they forget that there is an opportunity cost related to it. Which means that by working on something else, you cannot focus on something else, right? So let's say that you want to launch a new product category. What does it mean? It means that for four to five, six months, you'll have to be redesigning your collection page, your product pages, maybe you'll have to be thinking about the navigation structure on your website. That means that someone has to be working on this full time. Also, you know, the messaging and all of that, like for six months, you have at least four or five people, maybe not working full time, but they would have to dedicate 50% of their time every week, you know, to be preparing for that launch. And what if that launch is not successful? That means that you paid salaries for six months for someone to be creating the product, to be launching the product and all of these things. So we need to start to think about opportunity cost down here at this stage. Uh, that's what I'm seeing at the 25 million stage. That's where our clients have to be thinking about the opportunity cost for every decision that I make. And I actually found it out, you know, with my director of e-commerce, who is great, you know, and I keep giving her more and more tasks. But once she told me like, look, if you want me to do this, that means I have to deprioritize these things. Are you okay doing that? I was like, no, actually, I want you to finish what you're doing and then prioritize this. And that's the opportunity cost. And especially, you know, since we're not backed by any capital, venture capital or anything like that, it's always about resources, like where to allocate resources, where can our resources can be allocated. And that's one of the challenges uh, for the leadership right now is because we are growing so quickly you need to be deciding, okay, whether this decision, one decision is the right one. Because if not, that means that the opportunity cost will be there. And I told, you know, the, I spoke with founders today with one of our brands. I said, like, look, every product that you want to launch means that my team, which costs whatever X amount of money, let's say 100,000 K per month, they'll have to be working on this product launch for three months. That means that we'll have to spend like 300000 to launch this product. Is it really worth it? You have to make that decision. You know, you this product that you're going to launch has to be right. Or let's say that you want to be 
changing the website, you know, uh, changing the website structure or whatever, you know, is it worth it? Can your developers be focusing on optimizing the funnel or building a new funnel or something like that? So that's a lot on that. That's I'm thinking about, and I read quite a few books already, but for the next six months, I'm actually thinking of focusing on one, one, only one thing from the decision-making point, and that's the psychological fallacies of ours and how can we be kind of overcoming it. I'm preparing a plan, you know, for the rest of the year, kind of, I want to master decision-making because at this point, it's not about the copy. It's not about whatever one creative that will scale you a bit by 200K. No, it's about how can you make that one decision that will get you to the next level to 50 million. And that's why I'm focusing so much on Black Friday, for example, because I know that if executed right, Black Friday could have provided like one of the clients of ours, like instead of 3 million, we could have generated probably 5 or 6 million. How big of a decision is that? And then let's see, you know, what I'm doing during the day and like meeting this person or this person, one email, like adjusting one email in the after, in the flow, you know, like after they purchase, how much will it generate? Obviously, like it has like accumulative effect. So you need to be thinking about it, but rather than thinking about it yourself, you need to be hiring people who are smarter than you at this area, specialized area that you're in. That's why I'm hiring quite a few consultants, you know, to look at our emails, to look at our processes and operational things and all of that, you know, that is that can be hired by someone else who is uh, much better at it, first of all, and who can be focusing on it full-time instead of me putting some of my attention. So yeah, that's about it. And that's the decision part of uh, me, like dimension of me probably, I would say. And with this kind of framework, I'm, that's what I'm thinking of launching, like a newsletter where I'm kind of documenting my own journey for my own sake, but I want to be sharing it with someone else as well with the other entrepreneurs who are going through the same thing because in my circle, there are quite a few of them who are going through this transition from generating 2.5 mil, 3 million per month and getting into the 5 million mark per month in monthly revenue. So I'm thinking, you know, of interviewing a lot more of these people and uh, just be sharing knowledge with them as well as having the mastermind. So it's uh, actually, maybe I'm talking a bit too far advanced, but I'm thinking about these things, all of these things. And I wanted to be super honest with you, you know, like this journey that we're on, those entrepreneurs who are here, like it's not an easy one. Like it's an emotional, every day you're fighting against yourself. Like every day you're striving to be a better version of yourself. Every day you're trying to do a bit more try a bit more, you know, test a bit more, risk a bit more. It's an emotional emotional roller coaster. That's how I describe it, my everyday everyday life. Just I have to keep remember to enjoy, you know, this journey because it's one of the most eye-opening paths, but as well destroying, you know, because the power of the growth And maybe that's what it shows, you know, how much you grow is how much of you, you destroy your preconceived notions, your preconceived ideas. And yeah, and how much pain, you know, you're willing to to experience because to grow companies this quick that we do, we have to go through a lot of pain. On the other hand, when I speak to 
I have some consulting clients. I don't do consulting often, but sometimes I, I just love, you know, helping other people. So other entrepreneurs and especially on the path that I know really well about, like from zero to 25 mil, or I would say from 1 million to 25 million. This is something that I've done three times and I'm pretty sure that I can do with any kind of company given two years of time probably. So what was I on about? Actually, you know what? I forgot what it was all about. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you see what's coming up next. And you're excited as I am, although I'm a bit tired, I would say. I'm really waiting for this getaway in the next one week. And uh, for those who want to be to be in our journey, I would say, like our growth, personal growth and business growth together, join our Facebook group e-commerce growth by Sugatan. that's where i'm gonna try to be a bit more active as i said like these are seven days for me to decide what projects i want to be working on and so on so bear with me enjoy your christmas holidays if you have ones enjoy the being with family probably if some of you are unfortunate a bit because i don't want to be going to europe and my family is all there i wish you lots of growth I'll wish you lots of destroying yourself. I wish you to enjoy the pain as well that you'll go through. Because on the other end, that's what that's the idea that I was going on. Is that on the other end, you know, you become stronger and then the problems that you are facing are not that big of problems that you're solving. Like they become easy, you know, to solve once you have gone through it. So I wish you all lots of wealth, lots of health and uh, enjoy the roads to there. Thanks a lot for listening.